Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and assembles the Revengers for every movie show in one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind. And give us that rating on whatever podcast app you are currently using or uh, like use at other times. Maybe you're listening to this on our website or something. Whatever podcast app you listen to when you're on the go or maybe when you're at your house. It doesn't matter which podcast catcher you do. Just review us. Give us a positive review. Ignore this rambling moment because, you know, this is just taking too much time. And with that, today's episode is about Thor Ragnarok. We are covering part two, which is from minute 42 to one hour and 31 minutes of the film. Or if you don't know how to tell time or look at the time stamp on your uh, movie, it's from when Hela is revealing the true history of Asgard to when Thor leaves Loki on the ground in the spaceship hangar. This movie premiered at on uh, November 3rd, 2017. And here's a uh, uh, rundown of what happened during that middle third of the movie. Hela retcons some Asgardian history. Turns out she used to go conquesting with Odin to take over the other eight realms. Uh, she didn't want to stop at uh, all nine, though, so he banished her. Uh, anyway, he's gone now, and she's taking over. Since she already killed a ton of Asgardians in the first third of this movie, she uses the Eternal Flame to bring back other, older Asgardians back to life. Thor finds out that Scrapper 142 is a Valkyrie and tries to get her help to or get her to help him. Uh, it doesn't work, so he gets a haircut and fights the champion, aka the Incredible Hulk. He almost wins the fight, but gets knocked out by the electric doohickey in his neck, not from all the times Hulk punched him. That he wakes up in Hulk's dressing room after getting Hulk to de-Hulk back into Banner. Thor convinces him and Valkyrie to help fight Hela and save Asgard. Loki suggests they steal the Grandmaster's ship to get off Sakaar. As a group, they help Korg start a revolution and start a distraction for their escape. Separately, uh, Loki reaches into Valkyrie's memories and reveals how she survived the fight against Hela. Uh, essentially, someone else sacrificed herself to save her. And then also separately, Heimdall is setting up a rebel force to go against Hela's evil empire. All right. Moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Your work, it's too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? All right, uh, I have one that I'm sure I'm stealing from your pile of seven or eight, Tony. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so when Thor sees uh, the Hulk to fight, uh, he has a, a line, he's a friend from work. <laughs> uh, that line came from a uh, kid who was visiting the set as part of his uh, Make-A-Wish, or uh, from the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So that was a that was a kid's idea. Uh, they never revealed who that kid was because uh, he was a kid. Yeah, that's just that's, how those things That's work. totally fair. <laughs> yeah. that, that kid doesn't get credit for, you know, probably... One of the greatest lines of this movie, but whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so we get only two new characters I'm going to talk about in this section is we get Korg, um, who is a character from the comics. He first appeared in uh, Journey into Mystery number 82. Also, Thor's first appearance in the comics. So he was actually Thor's first opponent ever. Oh, that's cool. Huh. And we get Meek, 
who appeared much later in Incredible Hulk Volume 2, number 92, in April 2006, which was the Panic Hulk storyline, which uh, this segment of the movie is based off of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also get in that flashback vision thing that uh, Loki makes uh, Valkyrie relive. Uh, we see that another Valkyrie sacrifices herself to save uh, this Valkyrie. Uh, this is getting very confusing. But that Valkyrie uh, looks like uh, Brumhild, the Valkyrie from the comics. So, like, I assume that this, is, like, she was Brumhild, and this is a different Valkyrie. Or not. I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Well, well, maybe someday we'll find out. Or never. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Korg, when they're trying to decide what weapons they're going to use, uh, holds up uh, like a three-pronged stick thing, and he says, <laughs> "Like it's good for um, it's only good if you want to kill vampires uh, who are huddling real close together, right?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two things. First of all, confirms vampires in the MCU, which we won't find <laughs> out till later. True. Yes. Uh, because if you mention vampires, it's confirmed they exist. Like our world, right? We mentioned vampires, confirmed they exist all the time. World. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And also a reference to uh, what we do in the shadows, which is Taika Waititi's like first big movie he ever made, which is about um, three vampires who live in uh, New Zealand. Also, famously, it's a TV show spinoff of that is now airing in the United States. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if he had anything to do with that. With the, the TV show. I knew about the movie. Just not, wasn't sure about the show. Oh, yeah. The show is a different group of vampires, but it's the same universe. Like, Taika Waititi has guest starred in that as his vampire character from What We Do in the Shadows. The movie. Gotcha. Okay. That's one of those shows that's on my list I, I need to try watching again. I watched the first episode. It didn't pull me in. Yeah. But since then, a lot of people have told me it's great. So, one of these days. That is the only appointment television my wife and I have now. It's like... <laughs> It, I mean, it airs on FX, which we don't have cable, but it drops on um, on Hulu the next day. So it's like mm. every day, the first thing we do, or every Friday, the first thing we do is watch what we do in the shadows when we get home. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. That's good to know. And then finally, we have three superhero landings in this um, segment. Ooh. Um, Hella... When she jumps into the crypt to raise her army, she actually does a superhero landing and puts a flame to the floor. Um, with in superhero landing with number one hundred eleven. Number one hundred twelve is a Hulk trying to smash Thor and superhero lands, a missing Thor because Thor dodges out of the way and lands in superhero landing in one thirteen, literally a second later. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we're we're up to one hundred thirteen superhero landings in the MCU. Woohoo! One thirteen. Moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story, and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't. Mm-mm. Well, good because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. A for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... There's a few of them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do have quite a few. Um, 
Uh, I, I assume we're counting Banner slash Hulk. Yes. It's a hero. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, did we did we upgrade anyone from before? Uh, is Scrapper one forty two or no? Um, all of that. Should we move Scrapper one forty two up? Uh, she doesn't do too much. Um, but she does take Loki. She starts doing hero stuff. I'd say, I'd say, let's wait until the next third. I think for now, she's still kind of in that that gray area. That's fair. She definitely will be. I did move Heimdall to the heroes though. Ah, okay. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Oh, we've got a lot. All right, where do you want to start? Let's just start with uh the you know the movies named after him, uh John Ragnarok. Okay. Or Thor. I think Thor is probably a better start place to start. <laughs> Alright, fine. We'll talk about John Ragnarok at the end. Okay. Right. <laughs> An Easter egg I missed when I was talking about Easter eggs. He gets his haircuts by Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in the wrong section. Yep. Alright. But <laughs> he looks good with a new haircut. <laughs> He's kind of getting gross, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's it's good to, to have a change every so often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then we get uh him in battle against uh the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So I mean, I I have a couple of of questions, like with the battle, right? So when uh, when the battle starts, he's talking to Banner, not to Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um. Does he does he know that they're essentially two separate beings, or I guess do other people know that too? Right? Because. I mean, they have different minds and all of that, and they they fought together as far as we could tell throughout the, uh, you know, throughout Avengers: uh, Age of Ultron, and then some fighting before that, taking down all of the Hydra uh, stuff that they they knew about. So all of those um, castles and stuff. Yeah, I think their idea is like we didn't really see, or like Hulk wasn't intelligent enough yet to communicate. So it's like maybe they just always called him Banner. Calm down, Banner, or whatever, or mm, just okay. him because everyone else would die. <laughs> I mean, True. like Tony calls him Bruce uh, when they fight. Pisses that's a good off, point, but yeah. yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> okay. I, I like that he tries, and he does this throughout the section. He keeps using uh, Natasha's technique of calming him down. Mm-hmm. And it's so close; it almost works. Yeah, and but instead of intimidating um, uh, Natasha, he intimidates Loki. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, they fight for a while. He gets his upper hand, and then he, much like uh, someone else's Peter Tingle, he suddenly gets the power he didn't know how to control until. <laughs> He desperately needed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't rely on the hammer, or he can't rely on a hammer anymore. Um, no. Because he's not the god of hammers. So We don't know that. Although, we're not there yet, Al. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'll mention that next time. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Um, yeah, he's about to win. Uh, like He's throwing all this electricity. He, gets, he does a super thunder punch. To um, <laughs> to him, and then again, complaining what we complained about last week, uh, he gets shocked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, not from all of the damage the Hulk throws at him, but no, he just gets he gets shocked right here, right, right behind the ear, uh, and a little lower, a couple inches it's, down, it's right on his neck. Gotta be more than just electricity. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, 
again, alien tech, so probably. But if it if it looked different, then that would have been, uh, it, it would have been so much easier to just assume, okay, there there's more to it, right? Like it just if as long as the visual effect looked different, I think that would have been a lot better. Hmm. Yeah. I can hear you typing a little. To... Are you looking this up? Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say anything. It's just like um, the obedience disc is producing uh, is capable of producing extreme electrical shocks to the person who is attached to, causing them great pain and incapacitating them, including the highly durable beings like Asgardians. Uh, all right. I mean, to be fair, that is what electricity does through through your body, right? Like it essentially stops you from being able to control yourself. Um, but... Um, yeah. In the comics, obedience discs were used by the Red King, who I actually don't know who that is, to control uh, pow- his fighters, including the powerful, powerful cosmic beings like the Silver Surfer. Oh. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty strong. Yeah. Um... Oh, and that character, uh, the Red King, was introduced and was one of the, um, he was in, uh, Planet Hulk as someone, actually, I think he might be, it wasn't the Grandmaster, maybe, it might have been him, I've never read Planet Hulk. Uh, I haven't either, I watched the cartoon, that was a, that was a good movie, uh, a lot of things were... It, it was from what I had read. It was pretty similar to what happens. It was a little. There were a couple of um, plot points that were different, but for the most part, yeah, I saw it once. I don't remember most of it. Oh yeah, same. This was like over ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but it was entertaining. Yeah. So maybe like, because like if the Silver Surfer was a fighter there, and he gives him an obedience disc, it's mm-hmm. it's more than a little bit of electricity. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you have a herald of Galactus under your control. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um so Thor gets knocked out. Um and then he wokes up woke wokes up. Yep, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Wokes up. He wokes up in the Hulk's room. Did Hulk request him to put him there? Or like when Hulk defeats somebody, does he usually take them? into his room and like tear them apart or what 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 why is he there other than for them to have a conversation well i i, I assume hulk requested him to be there um okay. to be fair i don't think anyone else who has fought hulk has lived for example doug doug did die yep mm-hmm. doug's dead as uh, <laughs> as as the other guy said mm-hmm. yep as Korg says another day Another Doug. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, it, that has to be what happened, right? He, he He's like, hey, send him to my room for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, that's not, I think that sounds like the Hulk. Send him to my room for whatever reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stare at him as I sit in my hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly fight him as like practice or something yeah Yeah. maybe um yeah but uh hulk is being coached by uh valkyrie 
So uh, she shows up, and uh, Thor tries to recruit, or yeah, tries to recruit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Thor tries to recruit her. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, which doesn't work, but he does seem to have learned something from his brother. And he's able to trick her and steal the control device from her. Yeah, that, that's good. I mean, it, there's no way this is the first time he's had to do that, right? I, I mean, I get, I guess he's so used to being able to just fight his way out. Yeah. And, right. like, Thor before this movie, not a very cunning character. Mm-mm. Very gullible. All mm-hmm. the time. Yep. Yeah, he just thinks he can muscle his way out of stuff. But I'm wondering if, like, dealing with Scarlet Witch's um, witchy powers <laughs> maybe, mm-hmm. like, convince him he needs to kind of outgrow that. Because he thought that, like, he couldn't be mind-controlled because he was mighty. And then mm-hmm. he definitely got uh, witchcrafted. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure he had been uh, non witched, witchcrafted before, and he he was really mighty. But I guess it doesn't work all the time, or or maybe it was like a low level witch, and he just assumed, oh yeah, no witchery can affect me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then he goes against the Scarlet Witch, and well, yep. that's again with the whole power level uh difference yeah i mean she is a nexus being as we find out much later Mm -hmm. yes yeah (laughs) so okay yeah i i guess really my question was when did he learn to pickpocket (laughs) but uh i guess what you said was a good point it's been a couple of years maybe he's done that or maybe he just got really lucky i mean either of those is possible i mean Mm -hmm. I wonder, as a kid, if this is a skill he's had. Like, as a kid, maybe Loki taught him how to pickpocket. That's a good point. I mean, there's there's a, a lot of measuring up, I assume, with, with brothers. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, okay. Uh, neither of us would know that for a fact, because neither of us have uh, direct brothers. So, okay. That's true. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, he escapes. He parkours out the window after almost knocking himself out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he learns, as every longtime listener knows, that he is not the strongest Avenger because I used that sound <laughs> clip. <laughs> it's actually unnerving now. Like, it's just weird when I watch one of these movies and it's the sound clip I've used frequently over the past couple of years. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I-, I kept thinking that. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, like, we talked about last week how he planned the planet. It's like, I was gonna say, but he needed a plane this time, or a jet. But obviously, um, he doesn't have Mjolnir anymore, so he still yeah. needs a jet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he had Mjolnir, he could have just gone through that wormhole. Yep. The collapsing star inside of the um, Eisen Rosen bridge, something, something, something. Yep, or the devil's anus. Or that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Technology for Quinjets have really moved up since the Quadjet. Because <laughs> apparently they are totally fine to fly in space. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I mean, we, we still don't know how that one specifically 
made it to Sakar. Yeah. How, uh, I'm a little curious. Where but. is the closest portal from Earth to Sakar? <laughs> um, it's so you have to go to the far side of the moon and oh, then the inhuman like habits. 20 more miles to the left. Okay. Yeah. It's it's yeah, on the, it's in Adelan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because the, the Quinjet makes it there. I mean, the, the little video that we see, I guess we can, or we have to assume that that was when it was in space. I don't know. Um, yeah, he gets, well, yeah, it looks like he's getting sucked out, but he obviously, like, it landed there. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. destroyed. Hmm. Until Hulk gets there. Uh, yes, it destroys it in this part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's destroyed, and there... Um, he now has Bruce instead of Hulk, which... Fine. Like, better to hide. <laughs> yeah, a lot easier to hide. Uh, but also, Bruce is a smart person. He can think to... Think science stuff, mm-hmm. I assume. Um, granted, this is all technology he has never seen before so he won't really know what he's looking at but okay yeah um yeah but they both uh dress up as tony and the gypsy um <laughs> i mean i guess the, the 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 scarf look is good if you can't find a baseball cap and sunglasses so yeah you need something to disguise the top of your head mm-hmm. exactly i mean that's where everyone looks for you the most right yeah exactly that's why i keep dyeing my hair oh yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and uh eventually he meets up with them and he assembles the revengers of uh yeah thor. we got a new team yep thor valkyrie bruce is undecided and uh loki is luggage apparently <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got two people getting revenge, plus uh, uh, tagalogs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I was going to bring something about Bruce, but we'll talk about Bruce in a little bit. <laughs> um, and yeah, as we talked about earlier, uh, Loki—he finally sees through Loki's uh, BS. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, we have no idea how many times Loki has done this exact thing to him, though. But, uh, yeah, it's about time. I mean, I'm just going to say, every movie they've both been in together. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, every time we've seen Thor, except for Age of Ultron. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. And if Loki was there for some reason, he would have done that. Yep, but nope, he was ruling Asgard. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> anything else for Thor before we move on? Uh, no, no, nothing else for him. All right, uh, Hulk and Bruce? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I like when we finally see the champion of Sakaar, right? The Grandmaster <laughs> champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I like Thor and Loki's reactions. <laughs> Thor is so excited, and Loki's like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you know i I give a lot of credit to uh, all of these MCU movies for being really good about hiding a lot of spoilers for movies. Mm-hmm. 
But unfortunately, when this movie came out, the fact that Thor and Hulk were fighting was all over the place, like in, in every uh, trailer and all of that stuff. And we, we had that line. Yes, he's a friend for work and all that stuff. I kind of wish that they had hidden that. If if they had hidden that, that would have made this so much better at the time. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. I do. Uh, one of my um, guilty pleasure things, I think I've talked about this before. I like to watch on YouTube is people watching movies for the first time. Like watching Star Wars for the first time, or um, this uh, woman I watch, uh, Natalie Gold, uh, w- just watched through the MCU movies for the first time. So she, she's beyond all the trailers and stuff. She never saw that. So the, her reaction with Hulk breaks in, and just like, I think it's the best reaction of anybody's. <laughs> just, she had no idea that Hulk was going to be in this movie. <laughs> Oh great! All right, yeah. She had the same reaction that Thor did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, you know, those of us who who saw the movie, um, if we hadn't known that Hulk was there, I'm sure we all would have had the same reaction Thor did. <laughs> oh yeah. The thing about this movie in this point in the MCU, this isn't like Phase One. Mm-hmm. Everyone was going to see the movie anyway. That's true. Yeah, you, you kind of already knew if you were going to see it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, I, with this podcast, we can't do that. But, like, I feel like if I avoided, like, Spider-Man trailers and news all the time, and then I'm watching it and Doc Hawk shows up, I'll be like, <laughs> I'd get so excited. I'd probably be the only one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I'm sure we'll all be excited when that happens anyway. Oh, well, yeah. But, yes. yeah. 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 Also, uh, spoiler alert to anyone who, uh, who has not seen the that? trailer for <laughs> Spider-Man. I no just ruined it for anyone who's doing that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> it's in the trailer. You saw it the trailer. <laughs> We've all seen the trailer. Uh, yeah. So, um, Hulk, or, yeah, Banner having been Hulk for two years, um, that's an interesting change, right? Because because Hulk is now talking all of this stuff, and he's he's enjoying himself. Hulk is happy. <laughs> so one of the things that I was thinking uh, after watching uh, Avengers Endgame a couple of times is you, you kind of have this character Banner and Hulk, or two characters, right? And uh, someone who like we keep talking about it as this like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of transformation. Um. But it, when we get to Avengers Endgame and they're combined, it, it's kind of it feels more like like a trans story, like someone who has transitioned. Mm. And this, I, I kind of was, was watching it this time, thinking of uh, like, huh, this is someone, uh, Hulk, who's like, all right, I'm around no one who knows me, and I can kind of just be myself and be just dis- destructive, essentially in this case. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, but that, that's a whole separate issue. But you know, it, uh, someone who is completely uh, themselves, and then as soon as uh, Thor shows up, someone who he knows from the past life, like, all right, well, I'm going back to Banner. Um, that's so that's not I an exact. That way. Yeah, it's not a one to one thing at all. Um, but that's kind of my mindset in the the rest of uh, Avengers Endgame. And then, uh, unfortunately, because of. Uh, some other stuff that we see. Yeah, I guess that ends up getting reverted. Uh, but yeah. I won't talk about that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I was trying to do the math in my head. <laughs> like I think I don't think we're safe for that. Yeah, not yet. 
But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. And we'll get into it probably more because we know that he's going to be in uh, the She-Hulk movie. Or show. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, it. Not I think show. Okay. <laughs> so I got you real excited about a She-Hulk movie. Um, I did. <laughs> yeah. I was very excited. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, there's no banner, only Hulk. Uh, I like the idea that the only reason the Hulk hasn't been like intelligent is because he was essentially a toddler. And now he's like cumulative of all the time he's been Hulk. He's now like three years old, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> hmm. he, he probably started with some intelligence. Has to know well, yeah, that's why said, there was some like, talking. <laughs> toddler, he wasn't curled up in a ball crying, but he was like yeah. throwing tantrums. He was in his terrible twos. <laughs> <laughs> very, very terrible twos. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very terrible. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I feel sorry for Hulk. He thinks that the people of Earth and all the Avengers hate him. Yeah, I mean, they kind of do, in a sense, right? Like, these, the Avengers use him as a tool. Yeah. The people of Earth kind of hate him, considering the amount of damage he does when he shows up. Well, like, they liked him after the Avengers, and probably not after Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he... Thor is his friend now, and he will follow him wherever he goes, including into the Quinjet. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's bad. No, that's bad. <laughs> um, but he sees Natasha on the screen and uh, de-hulkifies against his will. It actually looks really painful. It does, because he's really trying to stay hulked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I mean, now, like, that they're not in a relationship anymore, or, like, they weren't even in a relationship, but now that they're not potentially in a relationship, maybe that's why he stays Hulk forever and becomes uh, Professor Hulk, is because he can't turn back, because he has no one, there's no, like, Betty or someone to calm him down. Oh, okay. So that's so he because he's not in a relationship, he needs to control Hulk in some other way. That's yes, what you're saying. he doesn't need to be codependent. <laughs> yep, that's true. He should definitely never be. Should not be <laughs> codependent yep. or just dependent in general. Yeah. Um. So Bruce is there. Ta-da! Magic. Um. He thinks he's still in Sokovia. Well, yeah. He he doesn't have any memories as Hulk, so oh, it's it's uh it's been a while. He's got yeah. a lot to catch up on. 2 years. 2 years new planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So he starts having a panic attack, right? Which is fair, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um and Thor, like to calm him down, give him some normalcy, he gives him clothes. He gives him Tony's clothes. Don't you think there'd be, like, a lot of Bruce's clothes on the Quinjet? Because if he hulks out, all the clothes are destroyed. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. They should normally have his clothes. <laughs> Why is Tony changing on the Quinjet? His suit at that point could go over the clothes. Um, I think we know why Tony uh, yeah. loses clothes very often on, on, on a plane. He and Pepper. Yep, probably. Yeah. 
Yep, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Or he's just really drunk a lot, and um, he just loses his clothes. <laughs> Ends up in Quinjets. That's just what happens. I also believe that. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Bruce is uh, justifiably worried that he will never become um, Bruce again if he becomes the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't know that he could lose two years of his life, so now he's really scared. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, spoilers for Section 3, he does stay Hulk uh, after he Hulks out next time. Until he gets... Until he almost dies, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, and then he doesn't want to uh fight uh against Thor's like deal with Thor's family. He already fought <laughs> Loki, but that's cuz Loki took the fight to his house or to his planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't want to fight his sister. Yeah. It's your it's your own family. Come on, just Can't you just wait for Thanksgiving and then argue like everyone else? Do they have Thanksgiving? Considering how many family problems they have, they must. They should, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, anything else for uh, Bruce slash Hulk? Uh, no, no, I don't have anything else. All right, um, moving on to Loki. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So he wants. He comes to see Thor in that freaky circle thing, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um. He wants Thor to help them take over Sakaar. Get close with the Grandmaster. Grandmaster has an accident. Well, I guess they rule it now. (laughs) I understand why Loki would want to do that. Why does he think Thor would do that? (laughs) I don't think he thinks that. But I do think that maybe... Maybe he's he's got to give it an effort. He has to at least try to convince him. Or maybe his alternative is, well, maybe I can get Thor to agree to this for now. Mm -hmm. And then that gives me more time to plan. And then that kind of keeps him busy. Yeah. I think like, is this Loki's way of reaching out to his brother? And being like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Bygones be bygones. Let's be a team again. And take over this planet. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Asgard is screwed. Uh, we already know what Hela can do. So mm-hmm. let's just avoid that place completely. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in Loki's mind, it's been weeks. Like, everyone in Asgard's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Which everyone um, is dead, like, 30 seconds after he showed up. But still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess we don't know how long it really has been. I don't know. Uh, space time travel is is weird, right? Because well, yeah, of how long? What happens and, to your body? Or how? And time then the works Grandmaster says time works strangely there. Oh yeah, that's right. So that yeah. place too, probably because of the stars and the gravity affecting yeah stuff. I mean, I learned that in Interstellar, so mm-hmm. probably true. And I learned that from people talking about Interstellar. Ah. So, really. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, when Thor and Hulk uh, escape, uh, the Grandmaster brings both Loki and Valkyrie in to uh, find them, right? 
Uh-huh. I like how they to- their one-upmanship accidentally gets them to, I can find these guys in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little unrealistic. I mean, if it was the Hulk, yeah, not unrealistic, but they don't know that he's now Bruce. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I mean, Loki knows that that's possible, oh, but yeah. uh, Valkyrie doesn't. <laughs> so, so at least in Loki's mind, he's like, well, I guess if he's Bruce again, that's going to be harder. But uh, I can work with that. At least I know what Bruce looks like. He'll be the guy standing next to Thor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Has Bruce and Thor, like Bruce as Bruce and Loki ever interacted before this movie? Um, I know that Loki saw, or they they saw each other when Loki was taken uh, on the helicarrier in the Avengers, but I don't think they've ever had words. Yeah. So, like, Bruce, like, when Bruce sees Loki at the end of this, or not, well, like, in this section... He's more like built up Loki in his mind. That that's not someone Bruce can handle. That's a Thor deal, or that's a yeah Thor or Hulk deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I find it interesting that when he makes Valkyrie relive her memory, that's actually a power we see Sylvie have in the show. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about this until now. Um. And then, did did they make it sound like in the show, in Loki's show, that he did not have that ability, or he did not know he could do that? No, I, I don't think they said that was something he didn't know he could do. Uh, it was the enchanting parts that he acts mm. like he didn't know what to do, but he seems like he enchanted Selvig in the post credit scene of Thor. So, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. All right, maybe it's a different type of enchanting that we don't know because we're not magical people, but other magical people would know what that means. Or someone's going to bring it up on like a Reddit post or in a podcast somewhere like this one. And the Marvel will be like, oh, hey, that did happen. Let's explain it in season two of Loki. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. (laughs) Now we just have to start a... uh... Uh, a big old campaign to talk about that. Start asking these questions. It's got to get big. Uh, let's use hashtag. What can Loki do? Uh, no. All right. Uh, I'm bad at this. Tony, do you, do you have a hashtag? I got nothing. I'm bad at these things. Uh, hashtag uh, Loki powers. Ah, perfect. I love it. All right. Let's use hashtag Loki powers. And let's start talking about his powers that he does or doesn't have. Yeah. I'm also confused by the um, that building and he reverses it uh, in that Lamentus episode. Remember when it's about to fall on him and then he just stops it and reverses it? You might not. I don't. When the world <laughs> is ending on that planet they're on? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, there's one shot where the, like a building is falling over and almost lands on Loki and he looks up and he stops the building from falling and reverses like seems like he reverses time <laughs> oh okay people were thinking uh, like did he steal a time stone from the tva something something but yeah they just never explain it oh i mean he should have stolen a couple of those stones i know um, right because because he's going back yeah uh huh okay i mean i guess that's more like a telekinetic power maybe um but yeah 
yeah time makes sense all right i mean it it has to it, it has to not be time because that's crazy then again considering where things go at the end of the season maybe someone else was there with time powers to reverse that thing and he didn't and loki didn't do something it was the other person who shouldn't uh, be named we're over a month from loki oh yeah what's our so that's our rule on the shows that right yeah yeah so we could talk about the end of the the loki show on disney plus which we're what we're gonna do i just wanted to be clear to everyone listening okay i have nothing else to say about that <laughs> ah damn all right same here <laughs> <laughs> thank god we danced around it anyway uh-huh yep. um loki uh and thor like have a heart-to-heart in the elevator right yeah. And it's like, they finally accepted that they just need to live different lives. Like, Thor yeah. could be a hero, Loki could take over a planet, as long as he doesn't, like, enslave people. I guess it's not that big a deal. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, As long as Loki doesn't do evil stuff, eh, it's alright. Yeah, like, he's a worse ruler than Odin. I think he would be a better ruler than the Grandmaster. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less uh, slavery, uh, I assume. Yeah, I mean, except for when he's working for Thanos, he doesn't seem like a slave type guy. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he he wants people to actually worship him, not just yeah. you know be forced to. Unless he <laughs> has to also force bad. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's like when Thor and Loki like have that conversation about um going separate ways. Like to me it looks like Loki's kind of heartbroken. He's finally getting what he wants, but he realizes he wants to be with his brother. Yeah. He wants to have cake, but also eat that same cake that he has. And then still have it after eating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that phrase is confusing. It should be want to eat that cake and then have that cake. <laughs> Instead of have yeah, that, cake and eat that's, it why I, because... <laughs> that's why I say that because it wasn't until my early 30s that I understood what that meant. <laughs> I had to ask someone. Um, anything else for Loki? No, nothing else for me. <laughs> All right. Um, Heimdall. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Saving the people of Asgard, hiding them in the mountains, being your friendly neighborhood, Heimdall. <laughs> yeah. Using his powers of being able to see everything, mm-hmm. uh, it very comes in very handy here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, he's like the ground level. He is like the Spider-Man of Asgard, because like mm-hmm. where Thor is dealing with cosmic level stuff, he's saving the people. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, they're both saving them in their own different ways. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but it's like. Where the Avengers stop Ultron from destroying the world, Spider-Man stops, like, criminals from selling guns. Both saving people, but they're just different levels. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Heimdall has a power we've never seen before. I guess he lets Thor see through his eyes? Yeah, okay. That makes sense. It It was kind of a... Um, you know what? Actually, it was, it was probably similar to what we saw when Loki in the Avengers was speaking to Thanos and the, I forget that other guy, 
that was speaking for um, Thanos. The I actually don't know remember his name. It's like the something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it had a title, but you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know so, who played. Yeah, him. that was something similar. Oh, who played him? Alexis Denisov, who plays um, Wesley in uh, Buffy, the other oh, Watcher guy. Cool. Yeah. Oh. All right. He looks very different. All the makeup. <laughs> he, he, he's had some work done. Mm-hmm. And he's older, to be fair. It's yeah. been like 20 years. So, yeah. okay. Or 10 at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he's uh, saving people and he's telling Thor to go through the biggest anus. Mm-hmm. He didn't use those biggest words, word. but that's essentially what it meant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. That's all I have for our heroes, actually, in general. Yeah, same here. So let's uh, take a quick break and then we'll talk about some villains. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Everyone wants to win in gladiatorial combat. Everyone. Even the people right now saying they don't want to. I know you want to. Tony, how do you prep for your weekly gladiator bouts? Um, a lot of cardio. Uh, I play a lot of Assassin's Creed, the one uh, set in Greece, to like check out their moves. Um, I watch Russell Crowe in Les Mis, because I don't want to get cocky. I don't want to watch him in Gladiator. I'll watch him in Les Mis and just imagine what he would be like if he were a gladiator. You know, those type of things. Exactly. You follow a perfect regimen from our friends at Gladiatorial Combat Training. I do that. They will put you they will put you through all kinds of combat training that'll help you win your gladiatorial bouts. You'll train with weapons like swords, axes, and three wooden sticks attached to a single spear. You'll practice lines to shout at the audience at key times, like he's a friend from work and are you not entertained? And finally, you'll learn to wax both on and off. Use promo code MCU Rewind to train with Tony's personal trainer, Mr. Beta Ray Bill. Yep. Me and Beta Ray, we go way, way back. <laughs> oh, Al, I think that was a typo. It's uh, ba- uh, Billy Ray Bill. He's a different guy. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you, you got to stop sending me these texts through yeah. through your phone. You got to like type it with a keyboard or something. On, on That's like, true. A- Autocorrect from... Uh, Billy the Beta always happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Who you want to start with? Um, wow, I did not write down <laughs> notes for villains, I'm realizing. Uh, I always forget how many, many less notes I have uh, when I'm typing out the, the descriptions. But let's talk about Hela. Uh, she's our, our main villain uh, that's going on here. So Yeah, Um. so uh, we get like the theme of uh, colonization in this movie uh, mm-hmm. through... Uh, uh, her revealing the true history of Asgard, much like 
a lot of colonist countries, uh, they tried to cover it up and kind of whitewash it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You have a, a lot of a lot of bad stuff that goes on, and then let's let's talk about something else. Let's change yeah. the let's change let's change the, the paintings that we have. Mm, yeah, the narrative. Um, let's not get rid of the old paintings, though. I mean, we we did the work. We'll, we'll just kind of yeah, just them paint over. right over that. Actually, just put some stone on there, so in case there's anything bad happening. They're real lucky that didn't fall when the Dark Elves attacked. <laughs> that would have been awkward. Oh, that, yeah, that would have been. <laughs> hey, Dad, Loki who, who's, that, who's that woman holding my hammer on a wolf? <laughs> Don't worry about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later, but the Dark Elves are here. And then, yeah. you know, later, uh, Loki's taken over, oh, and yeah. he doesn't know how to answer like, anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, that was that was here before I got here. Uh, I don't know, so I just put something else up. That is literally that you. That's literally the you in the painting. <laughs> <laughs> they would have all fallen apart for Loki much quicker. <laughs> yeah, it would have. <laughs> um, in the end, then she goes into the vault, realizes that, or she kind of reveals that the Infinity Gauntlet's fake. These things suck. Um, the Tesseract's pretty cool, but not going to worry about the Infinity Stone right there. <laughs> um, I'm going to go mm-hmm. raise the dead. Zombie, zombie, zombies. The first yeah, Marvel I mean... zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, it's not like she has any use for the Space Stone at that moment in time, right? Um, she does a little bit later when they can't leave on the Rainbow Bridge. That just occurred to me <laughs> right before you said that. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it occurred to me like just before saying that too. <laughs> Wait a minute. She does need to leave Asgard. She wants to conquer more uh, realms. Yeah. Uh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Maybe she just didn't know what it was. Maybe she knew it was powerful, but she didn't know it was the space stone. Yeah, that's that's true. That's probably it. I guess. How did those stones end up as something else um, that's the- seemingly less powerful? Like, how did it end up in a cube? Yeah, like um, that, that cube. I mean, it's got some power, sure. That's a lot of energy, but it it feels like the stone itself is um, played up to be even more powerful than the cosmic cube. So, like, is it is it just the battery and then? Someone was like, hey, this thing's really cool. I'm going to put it in this thing to, to power it. Yay, now I can travel through space. Yeah, and depending on what kind of creature you are, you can either touch it or get teleported randomly to other points in space. That's a feature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a feature, it's not a bug. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> anyway. Although I guess that uh, is better than touching the stone directly. Because we do see in Guardians of the Galaxy that if you just touch the stone directly, you could die. Yeah, but I think that's a pe- feature of the Power Stone. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, that seems to have, like, just straight power. <laughs> like, that's the vaguest. They all have powers. That's the most vague stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no, I, I think soul soul is the most vague stone. Yeah, I have no idea what that can do as powers. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, all right. 
Um, yeah, but she uses the internal flame. Um, she holds it in her hand, so apparently she can't get burnt, <laughs> which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just surprised that it, it doesn't seem to need fuel, but it is internal, so yeah. And she uses it to uh, raise an undead army of her and her dog. And her dog. <laughs> um, I feel like she's wasting time. Yes, she wants her dog. But also, she's got a bunch of corpses, like, out in the front of the palace. Couldn't you have raised those? <laughs> uh, my assumption is... They... I, I, I don't know. Um, maybe she also raises them. But she just... She wanted her dog, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Hmm. <laughs> and then my next note is... Uh, she plans to conquest the Nine Realms immediately... But, uh, but fortunately for everybody, she can't get off the planet. But she totally could get off the planet. <laughs> yes. We just established yes. this. <laughs> yep. Uh. Also, uh, the sword is specifically the only way to activate that. That's, I mean, cool. Um, mm-hmm. uh, interesting how how that works. Maybe maybe there are other ways to activate the Rainbow Bridge. They just don't know it. Heimdall's yeah. the only one who knows. Okay. Heimdall and maybe like Odin. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Alright, I'll take it. It works for me. <laughs> um, I've got nothing else for Hilla. And uh, yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, you have no notes. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't help me because I didn't write anything for the Grandmaster. He only had like what, the one scene, right? Two I mean, scenes. Uh two him scenes. uh at the gladiator combat and then later telling everyone to go find his champion. Yeah, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, he's he was... a very sensitive uh, ruler. He doesn't like the word slaves, so the mm-hmm. prisoners with jobs are all in, in revolt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys in the chair. Yep, sounds good. <laughs> Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, so I have some notes for Scourge. Okay. Uh, but we kind of already talked about that last week, about his, his promotion uh, yeah. in this uh, part. He got promoted to executioner mm-hmm. for Hell's Army. So um, yay, I guess. Um, he Yeah, he, he's having some, some trouble, though, following her. I mean, he's, he's pretty much been uh, uh, just trying to, trying to stay alive, st- stick around. Um, yeah, so he's he, just a guy who just got way too deep too quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like he's like that guy who's like needs some extra cash, so he went with his buddy to like deliver something, and suddenly he's like delivering for the mafia, and he can't <laughs> escape, and he knows too much. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly, exactly what happened to this guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's essentially what happened to Bart in that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> exactly, I didn't even know about the episode of Simpsons, but I'm sure <laughs> I was actually thinking of the episode of Futurama, but anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's probably more accurate. I, I don't remember everything that happens in that episode where Bart works for the mob. He's making them drinks. I forget exactly what happens, but yeah. Is that when he works anyway. at a brothel? Anyway. No, uh, that's when he's working at a, at a brothel. 
<laughs> this kid has had a lot of adult jobs for being. The show's been going for close to thirty-three years, right? Yeah, the thirty-third season is going on right now. Because I know it, it premiered in the December after we were born. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that's when its first season started. So yeah. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> anything else for Scourge? <laughs> no, I've, I've got nothing else for him. Um, I have a few notes for Korg. I like how supportive he is. He's already off to fight a ghost for Thor. <laughs> the problem is, you know that freaky circle that they're in? He wasn't really that far <laughs> from Thor during this whole conversation. <laughs> You're right, they were in the same building. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like he was scared of the ghost, and then when he knew the ghost was gone, he ran up and acted like he was tough against the ghost. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. <laughs> so you're you're talking about when Loki showed up to talk to Thor, and mm-hmm. and then Loki disappeared. Then he ran up to try and kick a just piss off ghost. Um, I mean, come on, who who isn't scared of ghosts? Uh, the, uh, Ghostbusters. the Ghostbusters specifically, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it. They're the only ones who ain't afraid of no ghosts. That's true. Or they are because they use a double negative and they're actually afraid of ghosts, but they want to sound tough. Oh, okay. There we go. Perfect. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, I don't think I'm going to remember this next week. Okay. Uh, when he sees, uh, finds Loki later and asks him to join the revolution, right? Uh-huh. Does he realize that's the ghost? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Do you think like, maybe. he turned maybe. off the thing and he assumed the soul left his body and he's been there for a couple days? <laughs> uh, no, no, I mean, he probably just starts asking everyone. And then Loki's like, yeah, okay, I'm in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Everyone who's not actively fighting against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, the only other person I have is Scrapper142 uh, slash Valkyrie, since we find out what she is. We still don't know her name, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they just keep calling her Valkyrie um, to Forever. everything that we've seen her yeah, so yep. far, right? Which is right now until Avengers Endgame, so... Yeah. Um, don't have a lot that we haven't talked about, actually, but she's already fought Hela before, so she's not thrilled with that. <laughs> Hmm. Um, which I actually had a question. So mm-hmm. all of the Valkyries went to fight Hela, mm-hmm. and they lost because she's mm-hmm. the only one that survived, right? So yes. So then what? Then Odin fought Hela, and that's how she got trapped. I think so. I think they were sent to kill Hela, and I think when they found out they couldn't kill Hela, he trapped her somehow. Okay, I'll take that. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Yeah, it also makes sense that with time working differently here, this was like over 1,500 years ago because Thor didn't know about it. That's true. Yeah, Thor probably wasn't born yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's not, like, she's older than Thor, but, like, biologically they might be roughly the same age because uh, she's been in this time warp. True. I mean, she could be like 600 years older than him, and we wouldn't be able to tell, because they're Asgardians. Uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. she would be like the same age as Odin. 
Maybe a little younger, but still. Yeah, she could be. Odin's super old. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, that's all of my notes. Period. Do you have anything for twelve percent? <laughs> uh, nope. Nothing for me. Yeah, kind of everything I wanted to bring up we talked about earlier. So that's it for me. All right, guys. Then um, join us next time as we cover Thor Ragnarok Part Three. Which starts at 1 hour and 31 minutes in the movie, all the way to the end. Which is from Thor taking the ship, to the Grandmaster congratulating everyone on a successful revolution in the post credit scene. Remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that rating. And as always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Thor Ragnarok Part 2. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. Bye.